You're listening to a Countout Podcast. going on everybody welcome back to another episode of independent waters i am your host mikey manfredi and joining me as always is none other than my bestie in the world zach batista zach how you doing my friend i am being chilling right now oh yeah mm-hmm. chill day today cool guy had a chill day today yeah uh <laughs> woke up early to seven degree weather to Oof. run in that no thanks loving my beard frost over just from running that's terrible Eh, yeah, my rose gets runny. It's whatever. <laughs> you get used to it, honestly. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, you know, usual work day. Got tired at the end. Had some espresso. We're good now. Nice, nice. I did some cleaning today. Did some cooking today. Uh, and then I watched some wrestling today. So I'm very excited to talk about it. Mm, I'm also very excited to talk about the matches this week. Because we got quite a spread to go through. Indeed we do. Uh, why don't we go over uh, the matches we have for this week for the people at home. Uh, mm-hmm. for starting us off today, we have the besties in the world taking on Mexa Blood from AAW Pro. Uh, then we have Biff Busick going against Timothy Thatcher at Beyond Wrestling. And, of course, we have uh, a, the Women's Championship Steel Cage match from Insane Championship Wrestling. We have Piper Niven versus Kaylee Ray versus Casey. Uh and I'm very excited for this for that match. That match was kind of dope. Mm. All right. So I believe the order that is, I believe the order we wanted to go in was we wanted to start with the tag match, correct? Yes. All right. So why don't we why don't we kick the episode off with our thoughts on this AAW Pro tag match between the besties in the world, Davey Vega and Matt Fitchett versus Mexa Blood, Bandito and Flamita. Mm. Uh, I thought this match had high ambitions, and sometimes it delivered on those ambitions, and sometimes it didn't entirely, and it kind of took away from the match for me a little bit. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I was, I was very, I, I very much liked this match. It felt like it, it I mean, it was Lucha, it was a Lucha, it was a Lucha wrestling match, very hardcore Lucha mm-hmm. wrestling. Uh, lot, like, big, lots of big spots, lots of flippy stuff. Yeah. Uh, very... Very fast-paced and aggressive, uh, aggressive pacing of this match. Indeed. Uh, let's get into it and see uh, where our opinions slightly differ. Yes, why don't we? Uh, so this match this... had a pretty quick start. Yeah, it's uh, it's Vega uh and Bandito in the ring, I believe, that start mm-hmm. this out. And uh, Vega very much establishes that he is much stronger than Bandito by <laughs> he tanks a shoulder tackle from him. And then he yeah. just kind of whacks him across the chest with the chop. Let's play a game of whack fuck. How do you play? Mm-hmm. Whack fuck. Whack fuck. <laughs> and then Bandito responds with his own shoulder tackle, and he goes for like a handspring backflip off the ropes, but he misses because Vega does the Samoa Joe, aka just walk away. Yeah, just just take a step to the left, and you'll avoid any move. Mm-hmm. So Bandito runs the ropes again, and he this time uh, sends Vega back into his corner with a tilt twirl head scissors. Which then leads nice. to Flamita and Fitchit tagging themselves in. Yes. So right back at each other. Uh, we get a very nice back and forth between these two. They dip, duck, dodge, dive, dodge everything from each other. <laughs> you know, the Train five Ds. Strikes, you know. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. Mm-hmm. And then we get the we get the classic uh, Lucha spot. I'm pretty sure we're like, they both like, after we finish, like nothing has really happened after all that. They just kind of across from each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this continues on, like, and then uh, I believe Vega tags himself in, and they try to double team Flamita, but instead Flamita kicks Vega in the chest, and as Vega is stunned, Flamita locks arms with Fitchit, and kind of spins him 
around with him, kind of like um, like so he can gain momentum, like he spins in a circle, so that he can then head scissors Vega. Yes. Very dope. Yeah. Th- yeah. If like 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 we said earlier, very lucha. Uh oh my god! Yeah, this is we then get this really like chaotic spot where like Fitchick gets like a. <laughs> Gets fed scissors by Bandito. Vega head and scissors Bandito. Flamita arm drags Vega. Fitchit arm drags Flamita. And, like, we have this big old bag and everyone, like, no one can get, like, the upper hand. And they all just kind of drop kick in the middle of the ring at the same time. Yep. And, and uh... <laughs> I, I have written down here, I just wrote, in, in order, I wrote, head scissors for all, arm drags for all, mm-hmm. drop kicks for all. <laughs> you get an arm drag. You get a head scissors. <laughs> Everyone look under your chairs. You get a drop kick. <laughs> and then we get this this very entertaining spot. This this spot was probably one of my favorite spots of this match just because of how well executed this was done by the crowd and the wrestlers. So they all go to kip up and everyone kips up except for Vega. <laughs> and like he's just sitting in the floor, he's like, Man, I can't fucking do it. And he tries again, misses. So it <laughs> Bandito, Flamita fucking fidget are all like all right come on clap on guys let's go i Everyone just love just... how everybody in the ring just came together to cheer on to cheer on uh vega for just like a little bit mm. even even bandito and flamita the opposing team they were like no you got this man try again yeah. it's fine Fitchett, like grabs his teammates arms all right ready one two three kips up all smiles, everyone's happy, and then Mexa Blood just super kicks Fitchit right or Vega right back to the fucking floor. Takes him right back down again. It's like, what? yeah, you did it. Anyway. It's such dickheads. I loved it. <laughs> so uh they try to both do a then a double team clothesline onto Fitchit, still standing at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh but uh, he ducks it and then drops them both with a duo Pele kick. They go to the outside. So finally, Vega can actually stand up for more than a second. Finally. And, uh, we then get this, like, neat spot where Fitchett basically stands on the middle rope, pulls up the top rope so that it has enough room that uh, Vega can run the ropes and then suicide dive in between his partner's legs and through the ropes onto Mexablood. Mm-hmm. And then Vega holds Mexablood so that Fitchett can then hit a... Uh, he wipes him out with a Fosbury flop. Wow, that uh, is the fun. classic. Now, there's a point in here where the commentator was like, nope, it's not a Fosbury flop. And the other one's like, what? So I looked this up, Mikey. And it turns mm-hmm. out they're both right. <laughs> Interesting. So in a track and field event, the high jump specifically, mm-hmm. a Fosbury flop is what the other guy said, which is you do the motion where you jump up and you make like an arch to your back, but you land on your back, as the guy says. Mm-hmm. But then I looked this up as the wrestling move, and the first thing that came up was what Fitchett did here. So technically speaking, they're both right. This, this is a rare, a, this, rare case. Yeah, and I, I remember because I remember he said that. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's a Fosbury flop, my man. I, but, yeah, a lot of we've seen a lot of wrestlers do it on this show in the past. Like, yeah, like the first thing I found was like a video from Impact, and AJ did it, and the guy's like, "Oh, it's a Fosbury flop," and I'm like, "Okay, so they're both just right." All right, cool. interesting. Dope, my guy. Back to this ring. Uh, Betsy's throw Bandito back in. Vega gets several solid strikes in on him. Fitchett hoists Bandito up in a fireman's carry. He throws him into Vega, which he then beautifully transitions into a flatliner. Mm-hmm. Which was an awesome little double-team spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bandito kicks out, so Vega grabs both his legs, and they begin. he begins to swing him in a circle. And then Fitchett just casually like, walks over to where the trajectory of Bandito swinging is, hops over him once, the swing continues, and as he gets to him the second time, he hits Bandito with a standing shooting star press. Which looks awesome again. Very nice the, the, spot. These are, yeah, these are the kind of spots they just, like, casually threw out this entire match. Mm-hmm. Just, like, crazy big spots like this, just, like, over and over again, and it was wild. It is extra to the extreme times infinity. That's Lucha. Mm-hmm. So they go to pin him, but Flamita breaks it up, then he gets his ass beat by the besties for it. Uh, the be- the Mexican blood encounters a dual Irish whip from the besties, so that they can Irish build them instead. But the besties are both able to hang onto the ropes, and Mexican blood both go after them, but are both instead dumped over the top rope and onto the entrance stage. I say stage because it is quite literally just like a play stage, basically. Mm-hmm. And then from the apron, I love this spot. By the way, it's coming up. 
Bandito yeah. Flamita hit duo Gamangiris on each of the besties. And then these nice. two mad lads go back to the like the back of the stage, full sprint, jump and clear the ropes so that they can then arm drag the besties to the outside off of a fucking senton into the ring. Yeah. Great. Gorgeous. Uh, I was expecting, like, I was literally just expecting the senton, and suddenly it was an arm drag, and I was like, hello, yes, please, give me more. <laughs> Do it again. Do it again. Mm-hmm. So, the, so, of course, as the besties are recovering, we get the classic Lucia spot. We get duo backflips off the top ropes onto each opponent. Mm-hmm. They're all wiped at this point. Everyone and eventually, down once uh, again. I believe Max of Blood gets Fitchit into the ring first. Yes. And that Fitch is correct. Yeah, Fitch is recovering in a corner here, and together, Max of Blood just go full-on, like, tag-team offense. We get rapid-fire kicks from each uh, individual one at a time. There's a point where, like, Flamita uses Bandito to, like... Like, he grabs his foot, and he swings him around so that he just can, like, kick Fitchit in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a horrible way of describing it, but it was basically kind of like a pendulum swinging, and it was awesome. There was there was so many... It, it was a lot of double-team moves and a lot of crazy uh, maneuvers in this one. Yeah, like, Fitch is down at one point, and Flamita just handsprings off the ropes, and Bandito catches him in, like, the wheelbarrow position. I think it's in, um... Oh, what the fuck is it? Oh, I, I knew it before I, I got on here, and I forgot it now, but it's the wheelbarrow position. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Bandito just casually, just from this position, just chucks Flamita over his shoulder so that Flamita just backflips onto Fitchit. Like, it's just peak lucha shit here. Yep. Manu- I think they called it a manual moonsault. I think so, yes. Which was, anyway, it was awesome. It was awesome. So, like, we get, like, a great spider. Flamita's, like, sitting on the floor. Bandito, like, stands on his hands. And, like, we get some, tra- like, it's very much, like, acrobatic stuff. Like, he, like... Just throws Bandito up in the air from the floor so that Bandito gets enough air to hit a fucking Phoenix Splash onto From the Fitchett. floor! A Phoenix Splash from the floor with just, like, a little help from Bandito just being like, hit! Get but up again, there! Again, <laughs> it was very fucking impressive. I was... Very athletic matchup. Mm-hmm. Vega, though, does break up the pin here. And he throws Flamita into the ropes. And while Flamita tries to handspring backflip off the ropes, Vega does the same fucking thing he did before. I think it was Vega at the beginning. He just walks out of the way. And then he just... <laughs> it's a great, it's a great move. It's a great, it's a great move. More wrestlers should employ more. It's just yeah. moving out of the way. Simple, but effective. The Samoa Joe way. Yeah, right? So uh, after destroying Flamita with a, with a lariat, following him just walking out, just no... Not even no something, just no not dealing with his move. Yep. He goes after Bandito as he's leaning on the ropes. There's a bit of a miscommunication here. But what ends up happening, basically, is that Bandito throws Vega onto the apron. He runs the ropes, slides between his legs, tries to powerbomb on the outside. Vega hangs on, though, for dear life, and is able to then block this by double-stopping Bandito's chest into the apron. Which looked sick. Mm Mm-hmm. And afterwards, Vega jumps into the ring, takes out Flamita with a series of kicks, and with once Flamita falls down, Bandito comes in and pump kicks Vega before hitting him with a his signature slingshot German suplex, which if you've ever seen a Bandito match, you know how fucking awesome this move works, and if you haven't seen it, do yourself a favor and look it up, because it's great. Yeah, real dope. Uh, goes after Fitch in the corner, they have a back and forth, Bandito kicks him in the face, goes to the top rope, can't do anything though, because Fitch it just just runs at him and Hurricane Ron is him off the top rope. Which was sick. But doesn't just do that. He then lands on his feet and then just blasts Bandito with a running knee when he gets up from this. Which looked awesome. Very nice. Uh, Yeah, after that, um, like, Vichy is in control. (laughs) Fucking Flamita just wipes him out with a ripcord Spanish fly? Didn't know that was a thing, but it is now. I I feel like any any move that's, like, high impact like that can be ripcorded. Very true. Just, like, I was, like, doing, like, the small brain of, like, ah, oh, you just ripcorn to a strike. But then Flamita was, like, galaxy nah, nah, nah. brain, <laughs> ripcord Spanish fly. Think about this. Ripcord so, cool flippy move. I was going to say ripcord Canadian destroyer somehow. Oh, my God. I'm sure someone's going to figure it out. Or someone's already done it. Yeah. So, after this, everyone's knocked down now. Uh, they all get back to their feet. They face off. Start to trade strikes into the middle of the ring, like the besties, then get the first upper hand thanks to a duo of super kicks to the gut. They try to make Mexblood tries to make a comeback by catching their next kick, but then the besties then just uh, gum and geary them instead. 
and Vega gets slapped. Uh, oh, my bad. But instead, Fitchit, Gamangiri's Bandito, and Vega slaps Flamita across the face. So they're both <laughs> of them wobble back to the corner, and the besties go across the ring, sprint across, hit a very awesome, like, tandem offense where they hit a running roundhouse kick and a running knee into, like, the stacked corner that is Mexablood right now. Mm-hmm. Then Vega hoists Flamita up into, like, a brain buster, and Fitchit running knees him in the face as Vega is dropping Flamita onto his knee head first. While, and then after that, while that's happened, Fitchit also then wipes out Bandito on the outside with a Spanish fly, but somehow Flamita kicks out at two. Which is <laughs> fucking wild to me but yeah it was it's just like just when you like that that felt like a nice finishing spot and they that was like i think that was a really well done false finish for this match mm-hmm. i like how when he gets up like he sits up vega then just kicks him in the face he's like <laughs> no stay down and then after that uh he and fitchett set up what the crowd wants to see which they call out called the total taker i assume that's their finisher I will never know, though, because they will never hit this move, unfortunately. Spoilers. Because uh, they get Flamita in a tombstone pile driver position. Mm-hmm. Vega then grabs Bandito, hoists him up um, onto, like, he's trying to, like, basically hoist him up onto Fitchit's shoulders, kind of like in a powerbomb position. Mm-hmm. But Bandito then just straight up kicks Fitchit in the face. And uh, now with that stopped, Bandito throws Vega onto the apron, forces him to bend over by just kind of just straight up socking him in the stomach. Mm-hmm. And then Bandito flips over him like a sunset flip powerbomb. And instead of powerbombing him on the outside, though, he powerbombs uh, Vega onto into the ring post on the outside. Yeah. Rough. Very. And then uh, Flamita pit, puts Fitchin on the top rope. Fitchit blocks the first strike from Flamita, but then with Bandito back in the ring, the two of them go back at him, and both palms strike him in the face. And with him now stunned, Bandito hits Fitchit with a follow-away moonsault slam from the top, then takes Vega out with a suicide dive on the outside, and with everything finally clear, Flamita from the top rope hits Fitchit with a 450 splash from the top for the win. I said from the top like 10 times in that fucking spot. But a good finish. It looked... It was a great finish, uh, and I think the best the besties in the world learned a valuable lesson, and that's don't scream the name of the finisher before you do it. Yeah, didn't doesn't doesn't help when you let your opponent what you, uh, know what you're gonna do. Maybe that's why Randy Orton, uh, whenever he does like the pounding on the floor, it doesn't always work all the time. Mm-hmm. So let your opponent immediately like I'm about to fucking kill you. <laughs> yeah, and then that that that's what made that's what made them reverse it. <laughs> That's what happens, man. If you if they know it's coming, they're gonna they're gonna not let it happen. Mm. So, uh, I want to now talk about the part of the match that lowered the rating for this match for me, and that's the all those spots I I, I am I and Mikey uh, talked about. Pretty much a lot of them, most of them were executed well, but there were just a there were a lot of them that just felt like there was a miscommunication that like made them feel more clunkier. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the double got like this at the very end. Like I said, like oh, one guy got slapped across face, and the guy got gum and geared. That's because there was like a miscommunication on what to do, and like it was spots like that that for me, like it just kind of interrupted my flow and like my like enjoyment of the match. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, oh, I'm like, mm. and then they do like the four fifty. I'd be like, hey, we're back. Hey, there we go. We did it. We got there. So it's like an up and down, whereas opposed, I want it to be like an arc upwards. You know yeah, I mean? it, it kept it kept like speeding up, slowing down, speeding up, slowing down. Yeah, but like, but when these spots paid off, like the double arm drag over the top rope, they fucking paid off, and I was like, that's fucking awesome. I feel like I feel like that tends to be the effect of a lot of lucha style matches, is especially in matches with a lot of spots you're trying to fit in in like a shorter amount mm-hmm. of time. I feel like it tend like you need to find that fine line between like time for setting up spots versus time for actually doing the spots mm-hmm. or at least finding a more natural way to set the spots up you know yeah because or... i feel like a lot of the, a lot of times lucha matches will fall into the trap of having like way too much setup time and killing the momentum of the match for the big spot to happen yeah though i guess they're trying to they're kind of hoping like they i guess they bank on the fact that like they do the one big spot though and you remember that one big spot and you're like oh yeah like that uh... I think like think about Hammerstein Ballroom like that 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 uh three person uh 
the Tower three person chicken spot was yeah the three person chicken fight that took a lot of time to set up but like that was that paid off fucking sick yeah and I guess for me I guess for I, me <laughs> I guess yeah. the longer the longer amount of time you take to set up for a spot the better it's gotta be right yeah and I guess for me they didn't pay off as much mm-hmm. I because I'm also gonna give I'm giving this match a met only because I was gonna get a high met for me. And it goes down a bit for me because of the risk connected. I feel like that's because the bar has been set so high for me for lucha matches. Because when like a lucha match is on point, that shit is like it's like a roller coaster. It's really good. Yeah, it's... when lucha's when lucha's good, it's very good. Mm-hmm. So for that, I'm gonna give this match a meh personally for me. That's fair. I think I'm gonna be. With, I think I'm gonna agree with you on that one. Um, I yeah, it was it was a lot of setup, and like like you said, the spots didn't really pay off too well. Like, like, I mean, they were good, but, like, they weren't, like, blow-me-away good. It was, like, they're doing all this setup for, like, what, a double suicide dive into a double moonsault? Like, it's mm-hmm. cool, but, like, again, you we the bar has just been set so high for Lucha matches that, like, it's tough to clear that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but if you can, oh, baby. Oh, yeah, but if you can, it's crazy. Um, But... It was. I don't think it was a bad match at oh, all. I think not it, was, at all. it was still a very solid matchup, and I really did. I really did enjoy this match. So I'm. Um, I think I, I am going to sit with you on the meh here, but like it's very close to high. It's very close to high meh. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to go. We, the, uh... we need to come up with a new name for that middle because it just sounds so unexciting, huh? Yeah, it really does. <laughs> Got to be a better way of putting that. Yeah, I, we'll figure it out later. We will. But, Next match, we let's move on to the next match since we uh, both rated that one, and I believe we wanted to talk about the Insane Championship Wrestling match next between Kaylee Ray, Piper Niven, and Casey for the uh, Insane Cha- Insane Championship Wrestling Women's Title inside of a steel cage. Yeah, so I was like, I sat down on my computer, and I was like, all right, let's get into this match, and I turn on, and it's just Piper Niven just beating the shit out of someone. I was like, what? Not Piper, no, Kaylee Ray beating the shit out of someone. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, there was, like, no setup or entrances. It just went right into Kaylee Ray beating the fuck out of people on the outside of the ring. I believe she was beating up Casey, like, mm-hmm. very aggressively, and Piper's in the middle of the ring being like, wait, what the fuck? Hold on. <laughs> wait, why are we doing this now? So Piper comes out of the cage, <laughs> So like, because she's like, stop. The match has to start. Piper's like, I'm ready for the match, and Kaylee Ray's like, one second. <laughs> One second, let me get a... She lambasts everyone. Like, she takes Piper, Casey, a woman named Carmel, who I later learned in this match is there to stop any interference. Like, she just lambasts them Yeah, all. She, she's with Casey, right? Yeah, Carmel? Casey's... Uh, Casey's... Yeah, she's with Casey, and I guess in general, the uh, fuck Kaylee Ray's chicken shit heel tactic group, as I learned. As we'll get there later. Yeah, we'll get there. But, um, you know... Kaylee Ray, up to her name, just, like, she gets a chair after beating them all up, and she just, she beats the shit out of them all with this chair until they, like, just stop trying to stop her in general. And she's like, all right, now that you're all handled, she just very nonchalantly, like, goes around the ring, might as well be whistling to herself, gets a chair. Grabs a bunch of furniture. Table. Table, chains. Chains. She's just, like, just throwing it in the ring very casually. At one point, like, Piper, like, tries to fight back, and she... She almost spikes her with the Viper Driver on the outside on with the like a Mich- the Michinoku Driver finisher, the Viper Driver. Mm-hmm. It's never going to be called that in WWE though, unfortunately. No. But uh, Kaylee like <laughs> shoves her into Casey, who's just standing up at this point, and she gets sent into the crowd. <laughs> and Piper Casey. turns around, just in the wrong place at the wrong time. And as Piper turns around, like, oh, what the fuck? Gets hit in the face of the chair that Kaylee throws into her face. Yeah, Kaylee was uh. A- Pretty, pretty offensive before the and th- this match has not even started yet. Yes, yeah, she... this match cannot officially start until all three are inside of the cage, um, mm-hmm. which is weird for the next spot because what Kaylee Ray does is gra- after she chucks a chair at Piper Niven's head, she grabs Piper and throws her into the steel cage, and then she goes into the steel cage, takes that chain she got earlier, and locks the cage shut behind them with Casey on the outside still. Yeah, which is it's... weird again. Because this match can't start until all three of them are inside. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what thing... Ka- Kaylee Ray's plan was. My only plan I could think of is that she was like, all right, so both these two hate me. Because as I learned later in this match, no one in this fucking match likes Kaylee Ray, except for Kaylee Ray. And, and, and her goons. <laughs> and her goons, but we'll get to that in a sec. And basically, 
I assumed her game plan was Piper is probably the biggest threat here in this match to me. So if I just get her in the ring by myself and I can just beat the shit out of one of them, eventually Casey will get into the ring, but then Piper will be too hurt and I can then just beat up on Casey and then I can. Mm. Win. I mean, that's valid. That was that was what I that was the only way I could like <laughs> I could rationalize locking out one of your opponents and then continuously knocking her off the fucking cage wall whenever she tried to climb up. Yeah, and that uh, that's another thing. It's like, why were they trying to climb out if there was no way to win if the match hadn't started yet? Yeah. Like, why are you trying to escape the... the, the I, to, I know you have to escape the cage to win, but the match hasn't started yet. Yeah, she so kept why knocking... would you try to escape? <laughs> yeah, she knocked Piper off. She knocked Casey. When Casey tried to get in, she knocked her off. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Piper then tried to get out. I'm like, Piper, what are you doing, homegirl? And... The best part about Casey trying to get in was when she was just climbing, and Kaylee Ray just the way she like knocks her down, she just grabs a chair and just smacks her. Yeah, like <laughs> smacks the cage, and she just falls. It's like smacking a fly. Yeah, like get out of here. There's a point here too when they're in the cage together, Kaylee and Piper, and she just casually hits her with her gory bomb finisher, the dirty bomb. Awesome. Yeah, and her. and Piper hits the Viper driver as well. She does. At one point. After, there's a point here where um they're both on the top of the cage. They knock Casey off. Um, oh, this is a whole thing, but like, yeah, there is a point here where Piper casually hits the Viper driver on Kaylee. Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, because Kaylee gets a fast. I'm like, you got up very quickly from that finisher, but she got the fast after the Viper, the dirty bomb. But whatever. Well, to be fair, that was like the only damage she's taken this whole time. That is very true. <laughs> outside of like getting a, the chair shot, it's like the stuff. only move she's actually gotten hit with this entire time before the mm-hmm. like. So. Before Casey gets into the into the cage, because remember this match hasn't started yet, so Casey's mm. going up the side of the one side of the cage. Um, like by Kaylee Ray just keeps knocking off, and eventually she as she's climbing up, a random woman named Jamie Winters, as I learned, mm-hmm. who apparently had been feuding with Casey before this, just shows up in the match and just tries to just yank her off the side of the cage, and I'm like, oh my god, who the fuck are you now? <laughs> And then Carmel, remember her from the beginning, just shows yep. up and does what I learned was her job, which is to make sure her that job. Happen. So she yanks Winters off the cage, shoves her away, says, get the fuck out of here. And then the two brawl to the back, never to be seen never again. Never to be seen again. You get, like, one shot of them, like, on top of each other, like, beating the shit out of each other, rolling around on the entrance ramp. That's it. Mm-hmm. She did her job, though, as far as Indeed. she knew. So then finally, finally. Casey gets onto the top of the cage, sees Piper and Ray fighting, diving crossbody wipes them out. Match finally begins. I love as soon as, like, the absolute frat, like, the second Casey hits the ground from his crossbody, the bell rings. Exactly. The guy was like, the You know, the timekeeper was just like, uh, uh, here she goes. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, like the fucking Spider Man where he's just like got a hammer, he's just banging something really hard. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait for it. Wait mm-hmm. for it. Oh, so <sighs> good. Awesome. So then, um, so Casey then, once she gets up, hits Ray with double knees in the corner, followed up by a nasty running knee to the side of her head. Fucking wipes her at the start. She's just. Brutal. Fuck Kaylee Ray days, this match right now. Yeah. Yeah. Except. Not entirely, because she walks into Piper, and Piper just socks her in the jaw. <laughs> and then throws her so hard in the corner that she trio woes herself. So I she, like, she, oh. she, I think I, I think that's part of her moveset, because the announcers called it out, and she was like, when she got tree, when she put herself in the tree of woes, she was like, ha you didn't hurt me. I was wondering why, I was like, you just let yourself get in the tree, I'm like, why would you do that? But I guess if you're, like, acrobatic enough, you can, like avoid your you, opponent it's like it's like who who does the thing where they get thrown who, who the thing in WWE where they got thrown into the corner and they would like roll up the side oh oh wait i know you're talking whatever but the point is like i think she it's like it's like she went into the tree of well so she wouldn't like get caught on the mm-hmm. like get caught with a big impact on in the corner uh, which didn't really work out because no. as she's in the tree of woe taunting piper like ha ha you couldn't hurt me Piper just grabs Kaylee Ray to powerbomb and just throws her into Casey, who's hanging in the tree of low. Like, like oh, oh my god. Jesus <laughs> fuck. You saw you saw Casey go from like, ha ha, idiot to no 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 no. Dead. <laughs> just absolute destruction. 
Piper then's like, all right, I got this shit. And then Kaylee just super kicks her in the face. Yeah. And she stops Piper. She's like, ah, yes, good. And then as she stops her, she realizes, ah, shit. Because at this point, Casey's gotten up and Piper's kind of like relocated her, uh, re, uh, she's reconnected her jaw. And they both look at her and she's like, oh, shit. Oh, I'm man. a heel in a wrestling match against two faces in a cage match. They're both gonna come at. <laughs> I'm about to get double teamed. Yep, and that—that's exactly what fucking happens. Like they, she, like a rat, immediately runs up the side of the cage. Like she's like, "Fuck this shit! I'm not getting caught between these two. <laughs> Fuck this shit! I'm out." I'm out. <laughs> and Piper and Casey both chase her up there. And honestly, credit to her, she kicks them both off of her and knocks them both down back to the floor. And then instead of escaping, she pulls a very <laughs> Kaylee Ray move of being like, eh, we'll do more damage. Why win the match? You can just hurt people more. Yeah. And she's just like, fuck it. And she sentons off the top rope onto both of them. Yeah, takes them both out. And then again, know. instead of escaping. Yep. Then she chucks a chair into Piper's face, throws Casey into the cage, takes a table, sets it up in the corner. She's very much in her element here for a moment. And then in a turn of events, as she tries to throw Piper through the table, Piper counters her Irish whip by just hitting her with the Viper driver. I don't know where this is where it is. I think Piper hits this Viper driver like three or four times this match. She definitely does, but it was called. I remember it was called here because I remember being like, what the fuck? That was the fastest Viper driver in the fucking West. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. And like the moment Piper, Piper, Piper like, finishes <laughs> up, she's like, ah, fuck. All right, she's done. She gets blasted by Casey with a running knee to the head. <laughs> Like, as she's sitting up, I'm like, oh, my Jesus. Just, like, out, just completely out of nowhere. And then as she's, like, and literally just like Piper, Casey's like, all right, I'm the last woman standing. Ray just grabs her and just slams her face first into the mat with another dirty bomb. Yeah, and then everyone is just out. Yeah, it's just like, Jesus Christ. These, these three were just swinging for the fences. They all get back to their feet at the same time as they do in a wrestling match. Well, no. This is just... the, this is the this is the portion where everyone was down after all those moves. This is when uh, Kaylee Ray's uh, goon squad shows up. This is just and, like, before it, and yeah, makes yeah. their well. Don't they hit all their finishers and then everyone's their down? And, and then Kaylee Ray's and... partners come in and like try to help her to, and like help her to her feet. They do, but it's after they all sock each other in the like they just straight up punch Ow. each other in the face and then they do a triple headbutt and then they're back down. Oh right, I forgot about the triple headbutt spot. My bad. It's a very nice spot. I loved it because they were just, it looked like they were just socking each other. But then after this, two of Ray's goons, one of which I will not name because no. Man was involved in things I'm not going to say. The other guy's name is Aspen Faith, funnily enough. I looked it up. I found him. Mm-hmm. But the other guy, yeah, speaking out movement, we don't talk about these guys on here. Yep. But they're out. We're going to call them the goons for now because it's easier. The goons, yeah. So the goons, the, Kaylee Ray's two goons show up. And of course, the announcers are like, oh my God. And my thoughts are like, where was Carmel? Carmel is busy. Carmel is busy taking out taking out Jamie Winters. So of course they all both quickly scale the cage, get inside, immediately pick Ray up as the two of them are both the other two are collapsed and like hoist her up the cage, and she's like, "Oh, thanks, man." And and as she's like getting back up the cage, Casey double low blows them. And runs like through them up the cage, catches Ray. So Ray is now her her escape has been halted. She goes to superplex Ray, but the two goons have recovered from their gonads being assaulted, and they grab her in a power bomb position. Mm-hmm. If you've watched wrestling, you'll see where this is going, because Piper, like the absolute fucking unit that she is, sees this and was like, "Well, I know what I must do." And she gets underneath all of them, power bombs the goons, which causes Ray and Casey to come crashing down off the top rope in a superplex. Tower of Doom! Classic Tower of Doom. I love a Tower of Doom, and I loved how this I like this was just set up as just like, oh, get off, we're about to help her. Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Gone. <laughs> so, with everyone down, Piper starts to scale the cage, but instead of escaping, she... Very much a lot of this happens in this match. Now I'm reading this out loud. Yeah, <laughs> a, a lot happens in a not a lot amount of time. <laughs> yeah, and a lot, and not a lot of escaping because Piper gets to the top and she's like, "Nah, fuck this." Turns around. Not a lot of people winning the match when they could. Yeah, she's diving cross buddies everybody except for Ray because this everyone in this mag is just 
super aggression. Not a lot of trying to escape unless you're Kaylee Ray. It's just a lot of people trying to hurt each other. Pretty much, yeah. And I love it's it's awesome. So Ray then with the being like one of the she didn't get wiped out, but Piper is now in control. So she sets up the table and grabs Ray and tries to put her through it with the Viper driver because she basically pulls the table out of the corner and puts it and sets it up normally in front of it. Mm-hmm. But Ray wiggles out of it and super kicks Piper in the face, and. <laughs> She then is immediately assaulted by Casey. Like she, right, yeah, right off the bat, attacks her, roundhouse kicks her in the side of the face, takes her down. She then, so then, Kate, this is Kate, Kate. This is what after that, Kaylee Ray like lay. She lays uh, right, Casey yet. on the table, and then yes. she goes to start climbing up the cage, and Piper Niven just like runs up, like hooks Casey off the table. And just yep. goes to chase after Kaylee Ray, who's trying to get out of the cage. And they yeah, just then... start, like, fighting on the top of the cage. And then I think Ray hits, like, a headbutt or some, like, big move that, she like, knocks Piper out. Like, she, yeah, she kicks her. Knocks Piper out. Piper falls from the top of the cage just through the table. Mm-hmm. I love this whole sequence of events. It was like, so Ray gets attacked by Casey, but Ray kicks her in the face and is like, all right, I'm going to put you to the table. And the moment she sees Piper pull her off, she's like, oh, fuck this. I'm getting up to the cage then. And that fuck all this, we'll plays out, out. So Piper goes crashing to the table, as Mikey said. Piper's done. She's, there's this no is the, this is the, that. That, That's the last we see of Piper in this match. Yeah. Casey tries to stop Ray. This is it. She gets kicked in the side of the head. And... She falls off, and it really looks like Ray's about to just pull off this win. Mm-hmm. And then, props to Casey. This is actually pretty clever. She climbs up the cage, and she's now, like, in the cage facing Ray, and she grabs her foot, pulls it through the cage, and then she hooks it underneath the bottom rope. Just, like, trapping Kaylee Ray on the outside yeah. of the cage. She's got nowhere to go. Yeah, she, like, knocks her off, too. So Ray's hanging, and she can't really get up. This must have hurt so bad. It really did. Like, her arms had to have held up so that it wasn't her fucking ankle. So her leg didn't just, like, snap? Yeah. (laughs) And, like, you can see the goons start to try to help her out of here. And as they're doing this and they're distracted, Casey's, like... One of of the goons goes to, like, try to help, like, unhook Kaylee. And the other goon tries to, like, hold back Casey. Because Casey also has made her way to the outside of the cage at this point. Yeah. So the goons are, like, ah! Trying to stop Casey. One of them is trying to hold Casey back, and the other is trying to untangle Kaylee Ray. Mm-hmm. And as she gets down, and the guy's trying to hold her off, she if I recall, she grabs him by like the face, and she pulls him into the cage, slams him into it. He falls off the uh, the rope, and then I, I love this part. The announcers are like, "Do it with just the title. let go!" And she jumps off, hits the floor. I shit you not. Like just shortly after this, Ray falls off the cage onto the floor. Casey, Close based finish. on the crowd's reaction, must have been like the underdog or something, or like a favorite, wins. Crowd goes wild. The commentators go wild. Then the video, video stops. <laughs> the video ended as abruptly as it began. <laughs> Insane championship wrestling. Not giving us the match and nothing more and nothing, nothing less. Yep. That is it. <laughs> You're getting the match, the result, and that is it. <laughs> yep. And uh, anything else? Figure it out through the context clues. Uh, but yeah, Casey ends up winning this match and winning. I don't know. I, I, since this video started so suddenly, I'm not sure who went in as champion. I'm assuming it was Kaylee Ray. I'm pretty sure it was Ray because I I feel like if I recall correctly, she probably it had the belt on her. And if it's if it's the rules of usual, don't champions go last? Like competitors go first, then champions are next. Uh, that's up to them usually. Sure, I, sure. I've seen it a couple times where they don't. Um, but like. She had to be Kate, champ. She had so much know. backup, dude. I'm about to say I don't know. If she, I don't know who. I, I probably. I'm like, like I said, probably it was, but like I don't know because, like, like we said, when we started this match, it was just Kaylee Ray beating people up, and the belt was on the floor. Oh yes, it was on the floor. So it was like, who's champ right now? I wonder if it's got it in the description. Hold on. But I feel like based on the reaction, it was either Piper Niven or Kaylee Ray. It had. I, I, I'm. I'm going with Kaylee Ray only because you do not come to attack. Uh, I was like, fucking... based on the reaction of Casey winning, it was Kaylee. Yeah, Ray. you also or, don't or come to a cage match with three goons worth of people to fucking win the match, unless you're the most prepared heel in the history of wrestling. In which case, it's not far out of the imagination. Uh, I guess. 
this is my two I mean, cents. I, I, I wouldn't put it past I wouldn't put it past Kaylee Ray to be like, I need to win a title. Let's bring the whole squad in. True, true. So Mike, either what, way, what do you what, what, what do you want to give this match? I'm giving this match a high meh. I thought it was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I was really in. It was a lot of like we like it was a lot of spots really fast. Uh, but they were all really. I think they were all really good. Really paid off. Uh, very high impact. It was just a very fun match to watch. Agreed. That's actually that's literally my notes. Just a really fun cage match with like a lot of having. There were some times I felt it was a tad bit overbooked. But, like, at the same time, that might just be because I had no context clues, and I literally got, like, thrown into this match like a kid in a swimming pool, and I was like, hold on, wait a yep. second, what the fuck is happening? Okay. Uh, no time good. to prepare, and no time to to uh, process what happened. I literally like, was just... it. Be- match begins, match ends, that's the video. I was dependent on commentary for all the context clues. Me too. And... That probably was one of the reasons, like, like for instance, like, I, I could totally see myself in a different scenario being like, oh, shit, those people showed up, the feud, all the building makes more sense. But as a guy for watched first time, I was like, what the fuck? Who's that? What's happening? Why are you here? Wait, what? Hold on. Wait, why are you friends? Why are you out? Who are you? Why are you on the outside? <laughs> I'm also giving this match a high man, by the way. Yeah. Despite the uh, bits where I was, like, unsure of myself, I still had a fun-ass time. I agree. It was definitely fun. That's, that's 100% true. Mm-hmm. I think also that these three did a really good job of playing the dynamic of one heel and two faces as opposed to the usual more heels than faces. Mm-hmm. Like, Kaylee did a fantastic job of just playing the villain you really want to see lose, even though the deck is, technically speaking, stacked against them already. Yes. Uh, all in all, though, like we said, solid matchup. High math all, all, high math all around. Yeah! All right, so let's get on to the match. I I, I know Zach is most excited about. Oh yes, oh, we got I was so happy. <laughs> we got a match from Beyond Wrestling. Uh, we got Biff Busick taking on Timothy Thatcher. Uh, this match we kind of knew what we were getting into when we signed up for both of these superstars, and it of was course. very hard, very strong style, very technical. Mm-hmm. Mikey, yes. I just had an idea for a shirt that we could have had. <gasps> now, well, it, we, we just made our first shirt. You're already going to get this for more? But All I was right. thinking of it. Now, granted, this might not, not work as it's yet, copyright. But we, have but the, was, we have the design. Because I was like, what if we do a, a shirt where it's the picture of SpongeBob with the net, but instead it just says Beyond Wrestling for All Reliable? <laughs> it's just like, it has to be like a head, it has to be like open it, it has to be like four or five promote, just like a line mm, of like a yep. few different promotions. The old reliable promotions always like go beyond, back. It would be like beyond limitless. Mission Pro. Mission Pro, yeah. Like just, <laughs> I. That would be really good. Sorry, I had to put <laughs> no, that, that out there be before awesome. I forgot. Now, now <laughs> I, might, I might need to get to work on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, this match. I knew, like I said, we knew what we were going into this match. Yeah. The match at the beginning is exactly, if you love catch style wrestling, this match is right up your fucking alley. Yeah. Very much a feeling out process. But this match, by the way, I think it's like 30 minutes long. Yeah, it's a, no, it's 20. 20, okay. Thought it was 30. It's a long one. Longer than average, at least. Yeah. In the beginning, it's like a lot of feeling back and forth. A lot like, of it's, like, it's long because it's very methodically paced. Yeah, like the two uh, of them are yeah, not cause... in. They're not in a rushing mood for you. Like, they're both each trying to find their opponents, chink in their armor. It's a very evenly matched affair for the beginning of this match. We do, though, get a point in this match where uh, Timothy locks in a wrist lock on Busick's left arm. And when Busick gets out of the hole, he kind of starts to shake his hand. And Thatcher is kind of just like... I, I could literally hear in my head the clip of enemy sighted as he's just <laughs> staring at his fucking... At Busick's arm. I'm like, oh, that's... Target that's, locked. Target locked. And, yeah, like, right after this, Thatcher locks in a fucking nasty-looking wrist lock on Busick's left arm. Mm-hmm. And he bends this wrist in a way it shouldn't bend, and it makes a disgusting-sounding pop. Yep. And I was like, Wasn't oh, a fan. no! Wasn't a fan. Your, your, your bones should not make that noise. Nope. I don't know how you made that noise, and it didn't fucking actually hurt him. Or I mean, you did, and he's just a fucking unit of a man. Which I mean, it's either. Biff Busick, so. He is ruthless here. Just 
Thatcher just cranks on this wrist, manipulates Busick's hand. Like, he's... Oh, he's fucking up this arm. Yeah. And Busick counters it with, like, a deep headlock. And it seems that's, like, his game plan here. He's just like, I'm just gonna fucking choke your ass out. I'm gonna make your head woozy, and you're just gonna be done. He goes back to it a lot, too, during this match. He does, and I like that a lot, because it plays into the finish of this match. Like, he goes... Like, he... Like, Busick... Like, you can tell both guys had, like, very early on were, like, target locked. And, like, mm-hmm. Thatcher saw that arm, and Busick was like, I'm going right for the throat, baby. <laughs> yep. I loved it. I actually liked here uh, when Busick got in this this side headlock. I liked mm-hmm. how, um... I liked how Thatcher countered this, because what he basically did was he got up, and he, tur- he turned this headlock into a pin, as you usually do. Mm-hmm. But instead of, you know, just being the pin, he got up, and he just jammed his knee into the side of Busick's head so that he could instantly lock his arm, his left arm in a fucking arm bar. Yep. It's just awesome. And it's just a testament to how good Thatcher is at catch-style wrestling. And props because Busick immediately grabs the ropes. Like, like, like no, no, no. Not staying in this for nope. long. Not yet. Uh, Busick unlocks in another side headlock, so Thatcher throws him off to the ropes. And as Busick is rebounding, the twos... Shoulders collide, but neither one budges. They just don't. And there's some guy in the crowd here who I can. Just, I remember hearing him saying, "Ah, oh, this is where it starts getting manly." And spoiler alert, he ain't it fucking, fucking is. Like right after this, Thatcher goes around the ropes. Busick dives under him, then over him, locks him in a sleeper hold, which takes Thatcher to the ground. So Thatcher swiftly scrambles to the bottom ropes, gets the rope break. Busick then lets Thatcher get to his feet, because we're still respectful here. We haven't gotten to full-on disrespect yet. Yep. They lock up again. Thatcher locks in one of the most ruthless fucking wrist locks I've ever seen. Oh, like, yeah. This man grabs Busick's hand, bends his fingers backwards until the point where he can put his palm on the ground, Oof. and then still holding onto his wrist. I can feel that in my elbow right now, oh, and I hate it. Like, I can fucking... feel how that would feel. Like, the hyperextension you would get. Like, oh, like, oh, man. God, Busey must be a fucking flexible motherfucker. And as if that wasn't bad enough, then Thatcher flips forward and bridges into, like, a Muda lock on this wrist lock. Eyes were being like, oh, God. Oh, no. Why? <laughs> yeah, this was violent. <laughs> Audible reaction for me. I was like, that's horrible. And if that was a, re- a finish from someone, I would not question it in the slice. Like, yeah, I tap. Fuck that. And then this was, and then after that, didn't he just, like, do, like, one of those handstand, like, knee drops onto Biff's Mm -hmm. arm? Yep, he, like, jumps onto it, he does the big knee drop onto Biff's left arm. Biff retreats to the corner reasonably. Mm -hmm. And then Thatcher grabs him by the same arm and drags him out of the corner to work it over in another wrist lock. You get over here, I'm not done with you. Biff gets out of this, though, eventually. He uh, counters it with a snapmare. And then he grabs both of Thatcher's arms and pulls them backwards. And then he just, like, jams his knee into his lower back in kind of like a modified surfboard hold. Yes. And I really like it because after, like this spot, because after this, Busick puts his head into Thatcher's back. So technically speaking, getting up is really fucking difficult here because Mm -hmm. it's, you have your whole force pushing against the back of your neck and you're sitting. Yeah, so it's tough. Getting up would be a task. And it fucking is and god does that should do such a good job of selling it because he tries to get up the first time and to counter it into his own hold but biff holds firmly and pushes thatcher back to the ground and thatcher is exhausted like you can see he's panting his face is red but he's fucking determined mm-hmm. so he goes to do it again and he actually almost succeeds because he flips busick and he get he reverses the hold but busick uses the momentum and puts him back in the hold back on the floor and i love how Thatcher just screams like, God damn it! Yeah. Shit! So close. And as he's sitting there, and I love how, like, it's just a clash of wills here. Mm-hmm. And it played so into, well into Biff's plan here, because right after this, at Thatcher's weakest point, when he's exhausted and defeated, Biff just swiftly lets go of the hold and fucking puts Thatcher in another sleeper hold. Yeah. And, now granted, Thatcher gets out of it really quickly by uh, getting Busick in another armbar, which he damn near locks in several times. Like, he gets it locked in, Busick gets out. Locks it in, Busick gets out. Mm-hmm. It's very well done, because it's just, like, game plans, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, 
eventually, Biff gets to his feet and just socks Thatcher in the jaw three times. Yep. And this is a few the first nice strike. shots. First strike in our match. And man, I gotta say, just for the match on a whole, these strikes were damn near perfect. Oh my god. Every shot sounded like a gunshot. It sounded like uh, a cannon. Like every. Mm-hmm. Like you could hear the impact of every hit. It was. Yeah. Honestly, wild. these two, these two hit like these two did not hold back. Oh, not at all. Honestly, it got to the point where I was like, it wouldn't surprise me if you told me that because these two striked each other so at such a few amount of times in this match that they were just straight up hitting each other in the face. I would not question it at all. I'd be like, yeah, you punched him in the face a couple times. Yeah, man. Awesome. This is shit that I live for in at least catch down <laughs> matches, matches in general too. But you know, this specific. So Biff then tries to run the ropes and hit Thatcher again, but Thatcher just fucking wipes him with a standing uppercut. Yup. Goes to lock in a, uh, I believe it's a Kimura lock after this, but Busick quickly escapes because of his positioning near the ropes. Yep. And once he gets up, Busick decks him with three stiff back elbows to the head. Yeah. Oh my, a hefty not... forearm to the side of the face, and then a wicked uppercut to the chest. Busick, ne- neither of them were holding back. No, like the guy said, they, the shit got manly, and it got manly pretty fucking fast. Mm-hmm. Like how Thatcher tries to make a comeback here by, like, carrying an Irish whip to the opposite corner of the ring. But instead, Busick just elbows him in the chest before going to the top rope. Oh, my God, this part was so sick. Mm-hmm. Thatcher stubbornly is like, I'm not fu- backing off, fuck off. And he goes after Busick, and before Busick can react, Thatcher just swiftly hits him with a European uppercut and just sends Busick crashing to the outside onto the apron or yeah onto like onto a the gap apron, yeah. between an apron and the wall so like he's in a little <sighs> mini canyon just laid out just like out of just well it was just unbelievable how Thatcher just like reacted and just like leaped up to the top which was just like wham god it was so I love this and I love how the ref, and gets the ref to yeah, the ref starts counting. The ref got mm-hmm. like nine, and Busick finally like just Thatcher, rolled back uh, in. He grabs him and picks him up because Thatcher's like, "Nah, that's fuck not that. how I'm winning this." Yeah, I'm winning. I'm either pinning your ass or I'm fucking submitting you. I ain't winning because you can't get up. Yeah. So, although that would be a a way to end this match. Oh yeah, Thatcher. I think hits him with a double underhook suplex too. Right after this, mm-hmm. and the moment Biff kicks out of this. Thatcher just snatches his arm out of the air and locks him in a Fujiwara, and yeah, oh man, this, I, I was like, shit. This, this was crazy how quick the transition was. It really was. And then, so Biff gets out of it by getting up to his feet and hitting an unsuccessful backslide pin. I only say unsuccessful because Thatcher gets out of it, so he then drops Thatcher with a half-and-half half suplex. Mm-hmm. And as to get up, Biff like a fucking snake, just like catching its prey, jumps onto Thatcher's back and locks in a full body sleeper hold. We're talking. Arms he like jumps neck. off his back and then Thatcher tries to charge at him again and he like slides underneath him. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Oh, just, and then he just locks in this sleeper hold, yeah. Yeah, and Thatcher shoves Busick's back into the corner, forces him to let go, and then after this, Biff just walks towards Thatcher, and these two go just full man mode on each other. They just start wailing on each other. Back and forth, uppercuts, chops, just the fucking works. Until mm-hmm. Busick just slaps the ever-living shit out of Thatcher. Like, And ugh. then Thatcher comes back with another slap. There, I think there's one point where Thatcher came back with another slap, and Biff just like... Shook it off and was like, "Oh, you didn't want to do that, bud." I think it was after the headbutt too, because mo- like he, du- he gets Busick back, headbutts him in the face, and like you said, Busick just no sells it and he just looks in the, the, the pissed off face of like, and then, up, buddy. And he, yeah, and Busick just looks at him like you said, just like, "Oh man, you fucked up." Now and just goes whap whap whap. Yeah, just, like, right across Thatcher's face, just grabs oh him by like his, his fucking chin, just. Just over and over. I'm just like, oh my god. wailing on him. And then I like how, like, Thatcher tries to cover up his head, and Busick just slaps him in the back of the Goes for the body! <laughs> oh my god. Just, like, this, it, it all, it, like, for, like, a few seconds, it turned into a boxing match. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. a boxing match. Oh, yeah. Finally, though, Thatcher then uppercuts Busick into a corner, like... <laughs> Get off of me! And then he... 
deadlift picks him up and gut wrench suplex him into said corner. Mm-hmm. But he isn't done yet. Because right right before that, didn't he just go die? Yep. Like, Busick was... It was like uh, he was just raging through it, man. <laughs> so then he gut wrench suplexes Busick into, into the corner once. But he's not done because he gets up and gut wrench suplexes him a second time. But this time when he hits Thatcher into the mat, now, when Biff hits the mat, Thatcher instantly locks in the Fujiwara armbar. But this time, Middle it's gone from ring. calculating to desperation. Yeah. Like, Busick is enduring this, slowly dragging himself to the bottom rope. The crowd's fully on his side. It he, is. It was close, though, man. He doesn't want to lose, but he's really hurting him. And the whole time, Thatcher's just desperately screaming, like, tap, quit. Just like, God, mm-hmm. just lose. And Biff Gets the bottom rope. Gets a rope break. Crawls onto the apron. Thatcher follows after him. It looks like he's going to suplex Busick into the ring, but instead he hoists him up onto the top rope. Busick then slaps the taste out of Thatcher's mouth twice. Again. So he falls off the top rope into the ring. Mm-hmm. Then he rolls off, like he straight up just like barrel rolls over the top rope. Ducks a strike from Thatcher. Hops onto his back. Locks him in another full body sleeper hold. And Thatcher, like, kind of tries, like, he, like, he's like, fuck this. And you see him get angry, and he starts, he takes one or two steps forward towards the ropes, and Busick sees what he's doing here. So he, instead, still holding onto his throat, lets go of the, of the hooks with his legs, hops onto his feet, turns, flips Thatcher over his back, onto the floor, like, he just slams him onto the mat, and instantly transitions into a bulldog chokehold. Just Fucking like, oh my god, shit! Oh these, my god, I was literally like, these that. two are amazing and <laughs> at he, what they do. And this, in combination with the tiredness, is too much for Thatcher. He succumbs to the hold. He passes the fuck out, but he doesn't even see his veins <laughs> popping as he's just holding his hold in. Ref finally does the three hand thing. It's done. Match is fucking over. Busick wins via. God, Knocking either. Thatcher the fuck Knocked out. Him. Knocked him the fuck out. Put him to sleep. Shh. This match fucked in the best fucking <laughs> way possible for me, man. Oh, uh, by the way, I meant to say it before we started reviewing this match, but we're, we were watching. I picked a Biff Busick match this week because, of course, Biff Busick just returned to independent wrestling after uh, leaving AEW and his ninety day his ninety day non compete expiring. Uh, so Biff Busick is back on the indies, and I cannot wait to see. <laughs> Uh, who Biff Busick takes on in the future because of matches like this, because of matches like him in Speedball. I want to see Biff Busick beat the shit out of everybody. Throw him up, baby. Throw him up Throw for him Biff the Busick. Fuck up. Oh my I God. love Biff Busick. I love Timothy Thatcher. I I just want to see them both beat the crap out of people forever. Like, oh, it's... Be, yeah, I just love, I just love, like, like there's a like uh, a love hate relationship with these kinds of matches because like I can appreciate how good they are at all at like transitioning from hold to hold, like feeling each other out, making sure they're getting their targets. But like to me, that part of the match is so hard to watch because I'm like I know it's gonna get to the part where they're just gonna start like destroying each other, and I want to see it, and I just mm-hmm. get so stoked for that that I'm like, please just like do it, you know? But like get to the part. You gotta like you gotta appreciate the artistry in 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 a in a sense because of just how good they are at technical wrestling. Got it. Literally, I was blown away. I was like, this shit was simple, well done storytelling, and with the strikes in this match, this match had like a really like epic battle slash like big time match feel to it that I was like, give me this match any day we go watch. And so, literally at any any point, if you just like. Hey, Biff Busick and Timothy Thatcher are having another one. I'll be like, yep, I'm in. I'm there. Oh, man. I, in case you can tell, for me at least, it's a mark out. That, that match. Yeah. That ending combined. Oh, that ending was just was the cherry on top of a fucking awesome it, match. It, yeah, definitely a mark out. Go check it out. Biff Busick, Timothy Thatcher from Beyond Wrestling. It's on their YouTube channel. It is a, a masterpiece of a wrestling match. Ooh, baby. Oh, I'm, I'm exhausted after that. Yeah, slightly. That match was absolutely bananas. Um, I also gave it a mark out if that wasn't clear. Uh, so 
now that we've got all now that we've done all of our matches this week why don't we leave the people with a little bit of a preview for what we got what we're bringing to the table next week zach what are you bringing to the table for us next week yes sir i found a very interesting match mm-hmm. we're doing uh declan grant and versus devin mon devin moore sorry let me do that again i found a very interesting match mikey because uh after our last episode on Happy Hour together, uh, check that out, by the way. It's a very fun episode. Mm-hmm. Lauren was talking about H2O Wrestling. So I, was like, I was like, you know what? We haven't had a hardcore deathmatch-ish match in a minute, as far as I can remember. Mm-hmm. Well, let's find one. And I found Declan Grant versus Devin Moore in an empty arena fight. Oh, boy. At H2O Wrestling. I, I'm pretty fucking excited just because it's an empty arena fight. It's not a no-DQ match. It's not a last-minute match. It's just... It's the, the beginning of the video, because I watched a little bit, is literally Matt Tremont, the guy who owns the wrestling promotion, literally mm-hmm. gives the guy the keys and says, all right, I'm leaving now. I unlocked the arena. You two hash this shit out. Don't fucking involve me. Just turn the lights off and lock the doors up when you're done. That's it. That's the whole turn thing. Turn the lights. I love the turn the lights off, lock up when you're done. Don't care what's done inside. Just make sure you lock the place up and yep. keep the hash lights the off. Shit I don't want to pay that electricity bill. <laughs> Just fucking, and I was like, I love, yeah. I, I love annoyed dad Matt Tremont. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, <laughs> and I brought to the table another one who just got recently released from WWE, who was making a name for himself. Who, I mean, not making a name for himself, returning to the wrestling scene in AEW. We got the Limitless One, Keith Lee, taking on Jeff Cobb from Limitless Wrestling. Funny enough. Oh man, this is a fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna watch two big guys uh, beat the crap out of each other, and I'm very excited for it. So, uh, sorry, guys. Keith Lee's theme in AEW, fucking Fire. amazing. Fire. Uh, and we have a fan suggested match from uh Pro Wrestling Overtime on Twitter. We got a match from GCW Homecoming Part One. We got Alex Cologne taking on Drew Parker. Mm-hmm. Now. Unfortunately, this match isn't our YouTube usual YouTube uh, policy. Yes, but since it was a fan suggested match, we decided you know let's make an exception for this year. Yes, it's a fan suggested match, and we wanted to make an exception. We want we really want to watch this one. Uh, we will, I will be posting the link on our Twitter when the match goes up. Uh, so look out for that next week. Uh, but th- uh, this is a match I'm very excited about uh, because I've heard very good things about Drew Parker from mm-hmm. our friend Lauren over on Your Dose of Death. Uh, and of course, we uh, we know how awesome Alex Cologne is because we've seen Alex Cologne wrestle a solid, solid amount of times by now. Yes, um, repeat baby. Yeah, yeah. We were we were there live for that repeat. That we was we were fun. there for the repeat. Um, yeah. So we got those are the three matches we got next week. So now it is just about time for the plugs. Uh, go check out countoutpod.com/slash/membership if you want to become a member of the Countout Network and subscribe to us. For exclusive content for $5 a month, you get exclusive content and you can support any podcast on the network however you'd like to support them. And if you go to countoutpod.com slash store, we have a bunch of merch over there as well that we're selling. Uh, soon soon to be Independent Waters merch up on that store. Once I get that design finalized, I'm pretty sure we're it, we're pretty close. It, it's pretty done at this point. I think, I think it's pretty set what we want to do with it. Just want to see if I need to make any last minute changes or anything, but uh, like like we said, Indie Waters merch coming to that store soon. If you're a fan of the show and you want to rep us, you will be able to. Uh, as soon as we get to, the, as soon as the, as soon as I'm done. Um, <laughs> and and of course, go follow us on all of our social media. You can follow us on Twitter at Countout Pod, uh, Facebook, Facebook and YouTube is a Countout Countout a Wrestling Podcast Network. Uh, you can find us over there. Twitter is where we're mostly active. That's where we talk to our fans. That's where you can suggest matches. Uh, if you shoot us a DM on Facebook or shoot us a DM on Twitter, you could suggest matches for the show, and we'll shout you out just like we did with Pro Wrestling Overtime. Uh, and we'll check out whatever match you want us to check out. We 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 love we love getting fan suggestions because we love what other people we love what we love seeing what our fans like. Like we said earlier, we like have our go tos. You like me and Zach like have our go to promotions. Um, but we like to branch out, and we like. To, to get other people's suggestions and see what other uh, fun wrestling we can find thanks to you guys. So don't don't be shy. Hit us up on Twitter at CountOutPod. DM us, DM us with matches you want to see us review. Um, and 
I think that's everything. Uh, Zach, you got anything to plug? No. Didn't think so. Uh, well, that just leaves me with one thing left to say then, and that is rem- and that is to remember that there's a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there. So never stop exploring. This has been a Countout Podcast. Hi guys, this is Lauren. This is Michael. And this is Your Dose of Death Podcast. If you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling, look no further as me and Mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling, whether it's interviews, show reviews, or everything in between. We have you covered on all things deathmatch wrestling, whether it's past, present or future and you're probably wondering where you can go support us you can find your dose of death podcast on all major podcast platforms especially along with the count out network of podcasts and also you can support us on the count out patreon as we have exclusive content only on the patreon for all of our listeners we hope that you go listen to your dose of death podcast very soon and see you at the shows